Want to know how to start a podcast and record for free? I use the Anchor app. Anchor distributes your podcast quickly and free. And guess what? You can also make money from your podcast. You can record and edit your podcast from your phone anytime and anywhere. Everything you need to make a great and successful podcast. Just download the free Anchor app or you could go to anchor.fm to begin. At least that's what I did. What's good, y'all? It's 4 a.m. And we back with another episode. Um, We didn't do Friday's episode. We didn't do... This is Friday's episode. We were trying to get financial boot camp together, and I was getting some other things together. Uh, You know, but I always give y'all a good show. Today's Monday, so y'all gonna get two shows this week, today and Friday. Um... You know, tonight we're going to talk about the, uh, what, what is it called? About the, uh, the man bash and shit. Like women who are like easily influenced by man bash? Yeah, when women hang with other women, women become more, like they become easily influenced with like by man bashing. And subconsciously they take that energy on and all of a sudden they start hating and bashing men themselves. Um, I'm actually going to call my homegirl in a few. I'm going to FaceTime her because me and her was talking about this as well. Do you want to start this off and get that out the way? Or you want to just... Yeah. All right, bet. So we're going to start that off. I'm about to call her now. Um, let me call Goddess. I'm going to FaceTime her. We got that part. Yeah. Uh, where my FaceTime at? Hold on. You really don't have to narrate everything you're doing. Nigga, I'm not. Nigga, I'm trying to think of that stuff up. Okay, there we go. All right. <clears throat> Hold on, y'all. Yo, is you busy? Nah, what's up? All right, so we, you know, we right now, I'm in the middle of doing the, um, oh, shit. Right now, I'm in the middle of doing uh, Midnight Zone and shit. And I was telling them how we was talking about um, basically how easily women can be influenced by other women, especially when it's negative. So I'm basically, I really wanted you to just, you know, start it off and just, you know, say what was on your chest and like your input on it or what you've seen or what you've been through as far as dealing with that type of shit. Being around other women, you tend to just like your your aura tend to change. Like you you become so un educated when it comes to your facts. You you just start slipping into other opinions. And I don't like that. Like yeah. you tend to lose yourself, especially like let's say single women in a in a girl that has a relationship. Mm-hmm. You would tend to believe everything your single friends say, and you're in the relationship. Yeah. So before we even go any further, I want to piggyback off that. And if you got something to say about that, let me know. Um, why do you think that's one of the reasons why a lot of men hate their girlfriends, single homegirls? Because <clears throat> it seemed like you'll have it seemed like 
a woman will have two friends. She'll have that single friend and she'll have that friend that got a little common sense. But it seemed like your girl will let the single ignorant dumbass friend feed her ego versus the friend that's thinking rational. Like, well, maybe that's not what he did, but it's like that single. It's like it's like that, 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 uh, that old saying hurt people, hurt people. And I feel like most women that's single are bitter. Because they was fucked over and anybody would be better. So, you know, just a cloud, just a, you know, disclaimer that that that's not me bashing women that's bitter. It's just me saying that, you know, we're bitter. Like anybody that get hurt or get their heart broken, you're going to be bitter for a little bit. But it's like the bitter ones, they want to see all the, it's like, I don't think they mean to do it, but they want to see the other homegirls bitter. But what was you saying? Well, I wouldn't say that they wouldn't want to see that because some people do like, Literally, I'm single. You're gonna be single with me, cause it's like you know how when Megan came out with the hot girl summer, everybody took that as a whole summer. Like I'm finna live my best life, and so it's like okay, well, my relationship got ruined. This is what happened, and with me trying to vent to my friend about what's going on in my life, they would take my situation, compare it to their own situation, and put the synopsis together and just be like, oh. He doing the same shit. Oh, what's it called? I'm like, that's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it, it turns your mindset differently because now you go back with that mindset that he's going to fuck you over. And it's not even the case. See, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm 50-50 with that. Like, I encourage people to... Like, we all... Like, man, you, when we be talking, we always bombing on Leos. We How we hate Leos. So if you've dated a Leo man, and I'm gonna use a man for example, if you date if you've dated a Leo man, and if you know the type of traits a Leo man have, and let's say you come across another Leo man, and y'all start vibing, and y'all start dating, yes, look for those similarities, but don't hold him accountable for the last one because I disagree with that though because if you looking for a yellow car, you gonna see a yellow car. See, and I and I get that, but I feel as though. I would it's, say keep your eye out. Don't be completely blind. Okay, so let me so let me so let me break down the example of what I mean. Okay, so okay, if I've dated a, I'm, a, I'm not gonna say me. If a woman dated a male Taurus, we know most male Taurus are typically they're known for being abusive verbally or physically. That's just the fact about male Tauruses. The majority of them are physically or verbally abusive. So it's like if you dated a a Taurus, and if he and if he was physically abusive, don't expect the next one that you date to be physically abusive. But understand that <clears throat> he may have an abusive trait. Now, if you see him doing the same things that the last nigga did, then that should tell you: Do I want to stay and deal with this, or do I want to get up out this? Like because you. Why you say that? Because okay, nine out of ten, when you start a relationship, you try, you kind of you you piggyback off your past, which means that mm-hmm. person wants to know. So if I go into a relationship with another Taurus and I got another Taurus, he's going to sit there and be like, you're trying to compare me to your, your ex. That's going to be his main go-to that you're trying to compare and contrast. And you could be completely right, but then that sign of manipulation will come in because you are comparing. And as a woman, sometimes we're not as strong to depend on our, our opinion or our effect in that situation. Oh, so basically, so that's how a nigga gets you. 
He played yeah. he play on that, oh, you comparing me to your last nigga, which then you put your blinders on to the bullshit. See, that's what I was saying early on Facebook Live. Men, we got to stop walking around here like we don't do shit. We constantly do shit. We break women. We hurt women. And we, and we fucking... You can't see... I think I want women to take from this episode. I want women to take from this. I want y'all to take from the difference between a real nigga and a real man. And uh-huh. I was talking to one of my homies. Uh, shout out to the nigga 83. He, you know, we, we were... T- he, it was... The convo started from his live. And he basically was saying... How many of you niggas, basically, I'm going to paraphrase because I, I can't remember where for where, but he was like, how many of you niggas, if your baby mama call you today, like, look, I'm done with the kids. I can't handle no more. I don't want them. I'm going to send them to you. How many of you niggas is able to take your kids and actually raise your kids? Well, whether or not it's until they turn 21 or if it's just for a couple months or a couple weeks. He said, he said only a real man can do that. He said, but, but, you know, but bitches will, you know, they will lay down with a bum and then get mad cuz like yo you knew he was a fucking bum when you met him so yeah that's true yeah so now you mad because not even mad but it's like you acting so you knew the nigga was a bum like i think anybody we date we realize like yo like we see the flaw but well some people really don't realize it until after it's said and done. That's bullshit. You see it. I'm sorry. Anybody, it don't matter what flaw it is. We see, see, I, and I don't know if it's a nigga thing or if it's a, or if it's different females, but as a guy, and, and I could bring other homies on here, I could bring 12 niggas on here and they'll tell you, oh, niggas see every flaw in the female. But, but niggas deal with it because we think without dick. So it's like, when we, when we let our, uh, uh, what's that word? Our sexual emotions I know, I know, I know that's the the uh, the the, uh, the wrong term, but we allow our sexual emotions to take over, and we don't think logically. Yeah, there we go. We allow lust to take over, and we don't think logically. Women, oh y'all, p's and q's be on point. Y'all see everything. Y'all want to get some good dick. See, we know it. The thing. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm break this down real quick. See, we know we we'll see that flaw because it's like, all right, but see, women, we look for that fairy tale guy. So in that we like we know every guy's not perfect. So I'll take the little rough around the edges because he might be a little bit better than my ex. Instead of me mm-hmm. thinking, okay, it could be somebody better than him, and then I put everything and invest everything into that. That's our problem. Yeah, that's yeah, and that's true. And and, and I can one hundred percent. I have no disagreements with you there. Um, I just realized, like the one thing, like I said, I've really realized from men and even talking to homies. It's like, uh, like my home. All right, so like my homeboy Corey. Corey is a lot like myself, and I think that's one of the reasons why I fuck with him. He picky, and I mean by picky is he peep everything. I don't, I don't like being around niggas that don't see everything. Like I, I, I can't be around a nigga like me when I go into a restaurant. I sit facing the door. I know where every exit at. I see how many people that came in. I know what color shoes you got on. What color the manager has. I see everything. So when it come to women, I'm very picky. I see little shit that you do. I hear the little things that you say. I can tell that you, I can tell from the first conversation if a chick easily get triggered. Like for me, if I meet a chick right now, the type of chick that I cannot deal with, I can't deal with, and we're going to get back to the topic too in a second, but I can't deal with a female who use, like she get offended behind everything, but that's her way of flirting. Like, okay. It's kind of confusing. 
All right, so what I mean is, I remember that girl years ago, she lived on the block with Summer. Mm-hmm. Shorty, shorty, that's how I wanted her. And then when I exposed the DMs and the texts, like, I never tried to fuck with her. Mm-hmm. She would, if I was to be like, if she'd be like, I'm hungry, and I'd be like, well, what makes you to eat? Don't fucking get smart. Like, whoa. Like, what are you getting energy for? I'm just playing and start, like, giggling and shit. Like, that shit is a turn off to me. Like, what do you keep coming off rude for and then trying to giggle, like... Cause she don't know how to flirt. Yeah, she don't know how to flirt. That's the difference. Just like when we kids, you know how some girls are like whoop the nigga ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for real, like we didn't know how to flirt, so like in kindergarten we would go up and just smack them up for no reason. I got beat up by a girl one time, and that shit almost turned me gay. I ain't gonna lie, she beat the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, look, they, no, the girl Bobby beat the shit out of me in third grade. She beats. And from that day on, the rest of the school year, I hated girls. I didn't care. I, 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 like, <laughs> if I did, if I wouldn't, look, I'm telling you, if I wouldn't have seen, if I, if the girl, if the girl Desiree wouldn't have got transferred there, and if I wouldn't have had a crush on her, I probably would have been gay because that bitch beat the shit out of me in that cubby. She fucked me up. I'm like, yeah, this shit is bad. Eh? And there was a bunch of other girls standing around cheering. I'm looking like this bitch was. She jumped on me like Spider Man, and I fell out the chair. And she was beating my head into the ground. I'm like, oh, I this. You did something. What the fuck you did? <laughs> Nothing. I was. The, I swear to God, I was the only boy in the class. Like literally, out of 21 kids, I was the, the only boy. And all the other girls was cheering, and the fucking music teacher was standing like, get off of him, bitch, get off me. She beat my fucking <laughs> head to the fucking classroom floor. She fucked me up. <laughs> Her name was Bobby. She was too fucking big to be a fucking third grader, too. That bitch was like 5'8", like, damn. But anyway, back to, the, back to the topic. I get it. She don't know how to flirt, but it's like, that shit, but, but women don't understand that's a turn off, and it's like, for me, if I did want her, I, I would have just got the sex from her and really, I would have just got the sex from her and then, like, do, like not dogged her, but ignored her because, like, you annoying, like, you know, and that's like, man, you talked the other day when all the shit went down in the group chat and I had told you some women are intimidated by my intelligence. And I told you about the ex I had where she tried to fuck my best friend in summer school. Like, I was finished school, but I think it was, like, her last year. And, no, it was her. She was, like, I had just graduated. She was in, like, the 10th or the 11th. No, she was in the 11th. And basically, she basically told, no, she was in the 10th. She basically told my homeboy in summer school that she can't fuck with me no more and do and do he want to fuck because I use big words and it makes her feel, and I try to make her feel dumb. I don't try to make anybody feel dumb. If you don't understand the word, then you could at least say what the fuck did that mean and I'll happily break it down and explain no, it. Because back then you was your mouth was something and you was always calling somebody an imbecile. So I see why she ain't asked. <laughs> I did. All right, I did. I was I, I was angry, but you know, but, but you know, God, it's back to the topic. We seen it firsthand with people that we are close to where they'll pick up a single woman's or a negative person's energy and run with it. I'm talking about down to the fucking mannerisms. And it's like, yo, why you not? How are you not picking up? But that goes to show how influenced we are as people and not even in a bad way. Like we will not adapt to another person's work ethic or their positivity or they hustle. But let a motherfucker be acting ignorant and belligerent and stupid and blowing money. 
We will pick up that trait so quick. Bad habits always come the quickest. Yes. And and the fucked up part of how I look at it is I feel as though it's like women right now, they know the uh what you call it? Climate. Yeah, there we go. They know the climate. And the climate is right now, we hate men. Men are men are trash, men are but everybody wants wanna suck dick. I don't get it. No, cause wait, say it again, goddess. That's when my problem come in and I agree wholeheartedly with what she just said. Because it's like, you don't want to go completely gay. Because this is what I have a problem with, me being a bisexual woman. I see so many women that will flirt with a woman, but then turn around. Because you have a lot of men that don't really want their women being gay. I ran across that. But like, what, you saying Bisexual? Yeah, like, they don't want your woman being gay. I you know, I never, you know, and, I, and I'm going to cut you off and just remember that thought. It wasn't until, man, you started talking more and, you know, we have a a, a mutual friend where you said a person will act different around guys versus the female. Yeah. All of, every nigga I know be pumped that they girl bisexual. So for a nigga to act like, for, for a nigga to not really want his girl to be bi or gay, that's crazy. Because when niggas run their homies, they love the fact they girl bi. Okay, so this the problem. A lot of guys, okay, you have your insecure guys or your guys that were low self-esteem because I dated a guy like this, where it was cool that I was gay in the beginning because the first thing that came to mind was a threesome. Mm-hmm. Mind you, never had one of those. So that was not a, that was a no-go with me, but I still like women. So when the threesome situation was out the picture for the time being, it was like, oh, you might leave me for a girl or a girl to come snatch you from me. That's where their mind play get the plan out. That's where... It starts to run down to be differently. Oh, well, I don't think I like this no more. Um, for oh, me, when he's not benefiting from it. Mm. Yeah, most yeah. Uh, for me, to be honest, for me, <clears throat> I'm going to clarify this because I already know niggas on Twitter probably gonna have a field day with this. So let me make my disclaimer. I ain't worried about Nada, he, she, or she, he. <laughs> but I'm saying. I wouldn't care if my girl was bisexual if she fucked with other females. Like, if my girl was to fuck with a female like you, like, you're still feminine. My girl can't fully go fuck with no straight dom or no, or no stud. You can't do it. No. No, you can't. Because, like, you can't do it. No. You can't. Yeah, like, you can't just, like, you fully can't fuck with no, like, no straight, you know, dom that's just... You know, a touch me not, nah. But she can fuck with a stem or female that's girly like her, or even if it's one of them tomboy type chicks, that's cool. But a straight young, ma- a straight young and made, no sir, uh uh-uh. uh, you can't do that. I can't, nah, I can't. No, I just don't get along with fucking dumb. Every time I, every time I come come in contact with a dumb. By the oh, end of oh, they either like you or they want to fight you. Remember that dome that like me? Uh, God. <laughs> I'm not even going to say her name. But, bro, she, man, listen, that shit was wild. Like, and it's like, bro, no, ma'am, please stop. Please stop, queen. Don't do that. It was so weird. Because girls that are really like masculine, they love guys. They just want the masculinity, but they still want the penetration. But it was so weird because in the group chat, remember how like she was like straight, like thugged out. Well, not thugged out, but she was straight. But she was in. Oh God, she was in my text talking about she wanted to lick and suck. Like, whoa, sir, ma'am, don't do that. No, sir, ma'am, that's not what we doing. But um, probably I probably would have. I'm not gonna lie to you. I probably would have. Um, 
But you know But you know what though That made you like boys Alright now my nah I wouldn't have No the fuck I wouldn't have The thing is How I feel about it Is like this I feel like We As men and women We need to watch Who we confide in And we need to learn How to pick up On little shit Because If you tell your friends That you met a guy Or a girl And you like that person A lot and you know, you know, I'm feeling that person. That person is dope. I like that person, etc. And if you then, <clears throat> and if one of those friends keep trying to persuade you to say fuck that individual, or if you come to your friends like, hey, my boyfriend did this. I'm mad at him right now. Or this guy or this girl that I'm dealing with, bro, she did this. And if, and if one of your homies keep trying to. Oh, no, nah, fuck that bitch, bro. She ain't shit, bro. That bitch a hoe. Or oh, no, nah, fuck him, girl. Like, you know he this. Watch out for that friend. Because I guarantee you that'll be the same friend that will probably fuck that's your... Fucking you feel me? Like, that'll probably be that one... They guarantee you opportunity presented itself. They will fuck your man or they will fuck your girl. Because mm-hmm. you too pressed for me to break up. I, and that's the thing. I don't encourage nobody to break up with nobody. I don't. Like, anybody I've ever gave... Relationship advice too I don't encourage you to break up Except for my man's Corey I encourage that Because I realized It was uh, Fueling him to destroy himself And that wasn't good So with that being said I'm like yeah bro You need to go ahead and end that off But he was To the right person for advice Like I told you a long time ago If I'm gonna go to anybody For male advice It's gonna be you Because You can give me logical advice You're not gonna give me Emotional advice you already know because the fact that I'm already in an emotional state. Don't give me more emotional advice. Now, we have people that we know that give emotional advice, which means the girl would have been locked up a long time ago. See, but you know, most in just the, because I, I want you to finish, well, I want you to say what you're going to say, then I'm going to let her finish. Most guys give advice to women because their secret agenda is to fuck. You feel what I'm saying? So, when a guy give a female advice, most likely he's going to not. Some niggas don't give a fuck, but a, but a smart nigga, a player that think he know what he's doing, he gonna insinuate that she leave that guy or that she fuck with a nigga like him. Why? And other niggas are just gonna come out and say it. Oh, stop fucking with that nigga. He ain't shit. Blase, blase. And it's like at that point, you know, for me, I told you I've never like. I don't try to fuck every female that I come in contact with. I don't try to date every chick I come in contact with. And, you know, again, I compliment you and Sierra all the time. Like, I think I think that y'all are pretty girls. But it's like at the same time, I don't have no secret agenda where, oh, if I ever got along with goddess, I'm trying to smash. Nah. So it's like you got to beware of a person's secret agenda. And that go for guy your girl. But now, 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 what were you about to say? Hold on. Um. I was once <clears throat> in a group chat with three other girls. You know, I ain't never told them about our relationship problems and shit like that. But when the conversation would be about sex, they would try to encourage me to say what our sex is like or describe what your Peter Weeder looking like. I don't have a Peter Weeder. I have a ding a oh. I have a ding a but go with it. It's a Peter Weeder, but a all right. It's a ding a but go with it. And that, that shit was like weird to me. 
But okay. it was like other times when we would like be on FaceTime, mm-hmm. they would be like, oh, why are you with him? He act like this. Or he arrogant. How do you deal with that? Okay, so let me say this. So so, so, so let me clarify that situation. Because I know three. I know all three. I knew the three chicks that she's talking about. <clears throat> I knew she became friends with them because of me. Because three of them were my friends. Now, one of the young ladies... <clears throat> I'm not going to say no names because I don't fuck with them bitches. But I'm going to say the one who... The Leo or the Sagittarius? The Leo. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Leo... <clears throat> she was always cool. We all we all fight each other on Instagram. You know, like my pictures. But nothing's nothing. You know, nothing ever went further than that. Mm-hmm. Plus, she's, plus, she's the fuck with one of my homies. So... Uh, big yo So I'm like yeah uh, uh, yo. Plus she always had An old lady face to me So I'm never attracted to her um, The Sagittarius Like years ago Like 2015 2014 Used to Comment hard eyes And say flirtatious shit Like compliment But it was nothing serious Now The Aquarius was a hoe If I guarantee you And I put this yeah, we, we know that. I bet my last fucking dollar, the Aquarius, and I'm only using their zodiac signs because I don't want to use their names. If I if we were alone together in a room, I could if I wanted to. That's how easy it is. And I know that because of little things that a person will say you got to pay attention to. Now, those three. Now, when they say I'm arrogant, that's the thing. A lot of females don't like me because I'm arrogant or because I'm quote unquote stuck up or because I'm cocky or rude, but they secretly love it because a lot of niggas can't back up what they talk. I know I dress nice, so I'm going to boost myself up. I know my hands stretch far and I, and I smack the shit off somebody and, you know, I'm prepared for any type of consequences because I can back that shit up. So I know that I can debate anybody on damn near any topic because I know that I'm intellectually smart and I do a lot of research and I study a lot and I read a lot. So I can back it up. So when, so when they say, how do you deal with me? They got to understand a dumb nigga hate a smart mouth. You're far from dumb. So two smart people love each other. But you can't have, and that's the next time. Matter of fact, I may keep you on here for the whole podcast, guys. Cause, <laughs> no, because the next topic we were going to talk about was... <clears throat> Dumbass couples, just couples that's just dumb together, like dumbass, un- like 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 dumb couples as a unit. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, but I think what they didn't realize was I can match your energy, but yeah. I don't do it in front of people. Yeah, no, yeah, you, and that's the thing. And well, they li- wait, say it again, goddess. That's where I hate this generation. I must have had this generation, but that's where a lot of women go wrong. Um, one thing my mom told me, she was like, in public, I'm gonna defend everything. I, it was never to embarrass your man in public, even when he's wrong. You still stand there, and when you get in private, that's when you kind of you let your side go because now you gotta tell him you're wrong. That's why I hate when people act like they can't do it to speak up on it, or you speak on it at the wrong time. Yeah, and for me. You know what, like I said, like this podcast, I have topics, but we just going to chop it up and just conversate. Um, for me, a lot of times, it's like, <clears throat> I don't like public arguing. Like, if we have a don't, I don't like to have public aggression at all. So we out, and if I do something, don't make a scene, don't be loud, don't blurt it out, don't scream. That shit is, I will walk the fuck off before I fuss with you in public. I don't give a fuck, we in a mall a department store downtown on fucking Main Street. I will walk 
the fuck off if you yell or if we start an argument, a public. Now, we can have a disagreement or misunderstanding, but once it becomes an argument and we stand in there and you see us in a heated debate, that shit is embarrassing. I don't like that. And I think that's the issue with our generation, like you said, and if you did, I think you said it, <clears throat> um, when you said, like, people so accustomed to seeing celebrities and other people just put their B.I. out there, it's like they can't. It's like when they see one person being, quote, unquote, submissive, then it's like all of a sudden, oh, I don't know how you deal with that. Oh, no, she being my shit in private. She, she just not going to. We just don't believe in putting our business out there. Like when you see me post that picture of her on my story the other day, I don't I don't like, we don't have to like we've been together long enough where we don't have to oversaturate people, you know, with, you know, our our love. You feel what I'm saying? So that's how I look at it. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to flood my page to prove that I love her. We'd have been through too much enough to prove like like the love is already there. But our generation is accustomed to people going at it and exposing their business and couples exposing each other on Twitter and getting back together. That shit is weird. I'm not ready to get on, you know, I ain't ready to get in front of no people or no friends or social media and expose your business. Like, oh, that's why you can't suck dick. And then we get back together. I, I, I wouldn't be able to get back with you because I'm just like, you just put me out there. Now I look dumb coming yeah, it's weird as fuck. You feel me? Like, it's it's weird. How do you expose that type of personal info, and then y'all back together? Like, I don't like I don't understand when women. That's crossing a line. Like, that's really crossing a huge line. Yeah, like when women get on social media and talk about how, matter of fact, like this girl on Facebook exposed her baby daddy for fucking with trannies. Bro, she exposed the text messages, the pictures, the videos, the plenty of fishes, and all of a sudden, she back with the nigga. How do you do that? Like, she, like, go. When, I mean, she would call them all kinds of faggies and bitches and yada, yada, yada. And all of a sudden, you back with the nigga? Like, you did all of that for what? That must be good. You know, at the end of the day, how I, what I'm coming to understand is, I feel bad for London and them generation. I ain't gonna lie, I do. I feel bad. I feel bad. Oh God, I feel bad for their generation. Um, That's coming up in a generation of technology. Like we grew up and we didn't really have all this shit. We were we didn't really get that until we was like middle school. Man, like we, so we were teenagers. So they knew we had responsibilities. My little cousin is six, and she got an iPhone eleven. I was like, why do you have this? Man, what my cousin just bought her two grandsons. So. This is my so Kenya is my first cousin. Her daughter, her her, her oldest daughter, Alexia, is my second cousin, and Lexi got two sons, uh, Nasia and Nathan. And Nasia just turned two on October third. I think Nathan will be six November the tenth. And they and King is my cousin, so she's my first cousin. She just bought her two grandsons. She just bought them. Um, she bought the youngest one an iPhone X, and she bought the oldest one an iPhone XR. He's two. Why the fuck did you buy him an iPhone X? Like, I don't even have a fucking iPhone XR. I just bought mine. I'm well, I'm hopefully I hopefully I can get mine by Black Friday. But it's like, <laughs> damn, like these little kids be balling better than us, and we adults. I promise you, and I'm talking about sport. These kids growing up in the technology day and age. That's why I'm terrified. Like, these kids are 
being on your child ass in this day and age, don't call me an abusive parent. Call me overprotective. Did you see what I put in the group chat the other day about my niece when she was saying how? Yes. Yo, but I mean that shit got me hot, and it's like she, they all blocked the little boy, but <clears throat> my sister is already controlling enough. But yeah, I wasn't going to force my niece to disclose that information with me. I'm a slow walker. She come back the weekend. I'm going to bring it back up. I'm a slow walker until because I want her to trust me, but I don't want her to force anything. I need to know what this little nigga TikTok Instagram page is. And I'm a, and if he live here in Baltimore, his She's daddy. Not gonna tell you. Oh, she going to tell me. Trust me. You, you know, I, if I can, if I can manipulate and ma- and get and get an adult, a grown ass man. She know when somebody is trying to manipulate her. She too smart for that. They, they I, trust me. If if I can manipulate grown ass men, and grown ass women, I know I can manipulate an eleven year old. I know that sounds bad. Disclaimer. She gonna keep hitting you with I don't know. I don't know. Bitch, come out strong. You say this man trying to do it to my child. You gonna be there for a minute. See, but I just want to know if the Lord nigga. I mean, if I, I don't know if he in Baltimore. I, I'm gonna ask to take a picture on her phone, go through her blocks. I just need to know because if he in Baltimore, I'm gonna fuck his father up. I'm gonna fuck up any of his brothers. Hey, I'm a yeah. He got another thing. How he didn't ask my niece for the for the new pictures, but the, but he asked her, her her little friend. It is like, bro, you're 14, my nigga. You're in high school. Why are you asking a 10 year old for that type of he shit, bro? In eighth grade. I don't give a fuck if he was in seventh grade. You're asking a ten year old for that type of shit. I understand. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying like he's still a kid too. I don't give a fuck. I'm still, I'm still smack the skin off his face. Anyway, the next topic I want to jump into is um, dumbass couples. Me and my girl was talking earlier about <laughs> a specific dumbass couple that we know, and this dumbass couple think that they're so fucking smart. And the thing is. They think they 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 think that they're so smart, like to the point where they make dumbass decisions. But they be encouraging they dumbass decisions, like those dumbass decisions is genius. Like, yo, that shit gonna be crazy if we do that, babe. And I be sitting there looking like, y'all, y'all, y'all dumb as a unit. Like. I've never seen two dumbass people. Sometimes you may have a dumbass boyfriend, but the girlfriend's smart. You, you feel me? You may have a dumbass girlfriend, but the boyfriend's smart. These two motherfuckers is Beavis and Butthead. Like, <laughs> you motherfuckers stupid. And it's like, you can't tell neither one of them nothing. You dig what I'm saying? Like, you can't tell either one of them nothing. And the fucked up part about it is, I don't know everything. But I barely ever give bad advice. And I can bring plenty of guests on here and they'll and they'll vouch for that. I barely ever give bad advice. And it's like, and I barely ever put niggas D with a bad, you know, with a, with, with, like with any type of bad information or false information. I always fact check my shit. And I realized <clears throat> it's a difference between being dumb and being ignorant. A dumb motherfucker is somebody who don't know shit. You can't tell them shit. They don't want to know shit. Somebody ignorant is the person that don't know, but once you tell them, then they understand. These both motherfuckers is dumb. And you sit back and you just see, and it's bad because people that you fuck with, you watching them self-destruct. You feel me? Like, it's like, damn, bro, like, you know, I don't, it's like, I, like, like you try to help a nigga out 
give a nigga pointers on, you know, oh, do this for your business. Like, maybe you should do this. Or maybe you shouldn't do this. Or maybe you shouldn't keep, you know, adding on to this if you ain't making... Okay, my thing is, why, why keep starting, you know, why keep starting businesses if one hasn't flourished? You feel what I'm saying? Like, you got your I'm convinced. With, so that's your motivational speaking. And you also got, got your lip gloss. Now, now, I don't know if you're making any revenue off your lip gloss. And that's not, that's not a, to get financial business is none of my business. But I'm going to use you for an example. If you're not making any revenue off of your lip gloss, there's no point of you going to go start a, let's say, eyelash line. Uh, why the fuck aren't you making, like, you're just putting yourself in deeper debt. Or you're putting, or you're just, or you're losing more money than you're gaining. You feel me? So, you know, I just try to, you know, tell homie, you know, like, bro, don't, you know, don't fumble your bag like that. Don't do that. Like, you doing too much. But hey, but you can't tell a dumb motherfucker nothing. They can't because they don't want to listen to it. They feel like you're trying to shit on their parade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not the fact of that. You're really trying to educate somebody. But, of course, it's offensive when it seems like it's not being supported. Yeah. Yep. And I realize that. I realize that a lot. I realize that... <clears throat> It's like when you're not encouraging the dumb shit, the niggas think you hating. Yeah. And that's crazy because I'd rather somebody tell me, like, you know what? That's not really a smart idea. You should move some shit around and try it this way, then execute it. It's crazy because when it came to my bitch, when I first started making moves, I started doing this last year. And I brought up on the video doing this. When I first started doing it, I would use the little squeaky voice filter. Yeah. And I would post the videos, and somebody was like, oh, we can't understand you. And I'm like, I, I took it offensively, because I'm like, how you can't, I can understand what I'm saying, but you can't understand what I'm saying. I mean, I'm but you always know what you're saying, because you said it. Exactly. Somebody broke it down to me and said, you are a pretty girl with a beautiful voice. Why are you using that filter? I'm not gonna lie, my homeboy followed you because of your accent. One day when I shared one of your I'm convinced videos on my on my uh Insta story, he followed you because of your accent. It wasn't your face, it wasn't your eyes. He just got a thing for New Orleans accents, and that's what made him follow you because of your voice. Um, I think he followed you. I believe I, I, yeah, he yeah, I'm definitely quite sure he followed you. But so it's like that's that that's even for me for a lot like I think I told you how many times we talked about this shit starting a podcast. It took me a long time because I didn't have no faith in my voice until people started calling me and texting me for advice. And my girl was like, you have a voice and you need to use it. Like, you need to use it. Like, I didn't think I would be getting, like, I ain't gonna lie. I'm getting, like, no less than 40 listens an episode. For some people, oh, oh, that's not a lot. But for me to not have a platform and to just start this shit, like two months ago and I'm getting at least 40 plays an episode that's very fucking good like I can go look at my shit it's people going back like matter of fact when I did that mass promotion the 30th I got 15 I got 15 plays on the 30th like just for my Instagram alone like so it's like we have a voice and people they tend to for some odd reason they care about you and you know you and my opinion like, and that's how people come to us. Like, I got niggas that come to me. You got niggas that come to you. I got women. You got women that come to you. So it's like, I feel like at the end of the day, 
any when you a person that's creative or when you're talented or when you have that voice it de- it depends on how it's delivered and I think that's what we forget uh-huh. it's all depend on how you deliver that advice to me if you be like oh that squeaky voice shit trash I'm gonna think I'm gonna think you hating I am and I'm gonna get offended but if you be like hey nah bro um you know like the squeaky voice you know it's I, I really can't hear you if you could do that just as your intro and then take it off, cool. But other than that, you know, we got voices and we have platforms to do that. So, you know. You know, just like you said in um, one of your songs, you used to get in trouble in school for talking. Now motherfuckers basically pay to hear you talk. Yeah, they do. And that's something that's really big, though. Like, I used to really get put out of class for talking. Like, I've, I've gotten suspended. I've gotten kicked out for talking. Now niggas... Like, it's like people basically pay to hear me talk. Like, they want to hear me talk. Like, even with you, with the nigga that sent you the, uh, how much your, uh, your sessions is, $25? Yes. You, people pay to hear you talk. Now, how many times your mama told you that mouth gonna get you in trouble? No, that mouth gonna get me a bag. But that's bag. not fair. She, she just knew it. I'm like, nah, this mouth gonna make me some money. Yeah, that mouth gonna get me a bag. I don't know how it's going to, I don't know if I'm licking coochie or talking, but either way, I'm gonna get paid. <laughs> I'm going to get paid, sure. So so that's how I look at it. Like, you know, we, we, we people don't know how to take constructive criticism. And people don't see an opportunity in anything either. They don't. They don't. Some people don't know how to give constructive criticism. Amen. Yeah, they, they, that, that, that as well. There's people that think they can say what they want to who they want, whenever they want, however they want. And try to disguise it with, I'm just blunt. Like, I'm, I'm just, just honest. honest. <laughs> Like, no, you really coming off the wrong way. Just coming to me like this. I'm going to do the same thing they did. I might run your shit. Exactly. But you know, that's a motherfucker that's trying to knock your spirit. Exactly. When a motherfucker, if a motherfucker truly care about you, they're not going to come at you disrespectfully or in a criticizing manner. But then, you know, but but again, when a motherfucker criticize you or when a motherfucker try to critique your shit, you got to think about what a critic is. A critic is a motherfucker that, that criticizes you because they can't do what you do. Mm-hmm. Think about how many critics go to stand-up comedy shows and they watch a nigga do stand-up and then criticize it. Motherfucker, you get up there and try to make a thousand people laugh. You try it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got your critics, your talkers, and your doers. Your critics and talkers are always going to outweigh the doers. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's the truth, though. And I realized that as far as... Uh, even even with my music, you know, I had to embrace my sound. I had to embrace the fact that I'm an underground artist, and I've had plenty. Like, I got old heads that come to me now, goddess. What you need to do is put your shit on a CD and pass it out. No, nobody got no fucking CD player no more. I'm not putting that shit on no fucking CD. I'm telling you, you ain't going to do nothing. Going to pop till you put it on CD. And, 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 and take it to the club To the DJs Let me go give a DJ a CD He gonna frisbee my shit <laughs> I'm not doing no shit I'd rather email a nigga or, or, or DM him or something like that And when it come to doors You gotta think about How much You know You've accomplished As an individual Over the last two years Even if it ain't make you No money for real Think about what you accomplished Like Like you became you know, we became consistent with our brands. We've grew a bigger following. We've met more people. 
Now we have more things to talk about. We've been through more situations, you know, trials and tribulations and things that give us something to talk about. Some people really like it's people. I got family members that I didn't even know fuck with my podcast. Man, and it's like people really look forward to this podcast. And it's like when like people really hit me up like you ain't do an episode Friday. Like I do my episodes every Friday. So when I miss an episode, niggas is on my ass about it. Like now I have a number like like even now I have you know where um guests can call in I mean not call in they can text and leave their opinion you know they can text me and you know the next episode then I'll read you know some of the feedback I got and real quick we're going to do a quick commercial uh if you want to you know text us with your opinion or what you think of tonight's episode you can text us toll free at 443-609-2116. That's 443-609-2116. I, I'm trying to switch it up to do things, yo, where we can really, like, where, shit, where we can really create a platform. And, okay. and, and, and just to, because I feel like we went off topic, just to get back to the, the dumbass couples things. I feel like that's a couple that's not in love, and I feel like that's a couple that's that's afraid of each other. Or they're just currently benefiting off each other. Now, want to say nothing? Say it again, Goddess. What you mean by afraid of each other? Okay, so let's say, man, you dating, and let's say I know something that you're doing is wrong. Not as far as like selling drugs or hurting yourself, you know, drinking or doing doing nothing like that, but. It's like, I know you need to get off your shoulders and stop procrastinating. Mm-hmm. Me being another, you, first of all, you're already dumb. So me being dumb, <laughs> I will fucking sit there and basically condone your dumbness because you got some men that are afraid of their significant other. She, I don't know if she's going to hear this. She may not like this. I don't give a fuck. I do what I want. My sister and her boyfriend. The nigga is scared of her. And how I can tell he's scared of her? Because it's like homeboy be like you can tell when a nigga not gonna say he don't think for himself, but you can tell when blood really like repeating what she say, cause he don't feel like fussing or he tired of hearing her fuss. So what he do is he just repeat what she say or kinda agree with what she say. Just to make shit smoother. That's a couple that's afraid of each other. Somebody in a relationship is afraid. That's a red flag. That's a big red flag. Because if you're scared to express yourself in a relationship, it's looking like you're getting abused or something. No, nah, because then that... Wait, say it again, Goddess? Yeah, I believe you can yes. But See, but no, nah, but then that ties back into what you said, though. To what you said when you said um, they are benefiting from each other. If a nigga ain't got, I ain't saying homeboy ain't got nowhere to go at. I don't know where blood got to go at. That's none of my business. But if a nigga ain't got nowhere to go at, or if a nigga benefit, he eating good every night, eating steaks and scrimps and shit every night, he not going to fuck that up for nobody. You feel me? Like, he's not going to fuck that up for nobody. So, at the end of the day, when you think about it, you got to understand that it's like 
this you know this specific couple not my sister and her boyfriend but the one that i initially started talking about both of those children are lost and not from the and from the outside looking in from the inside looking in from the inside looking out they're playing follow the leader and running in circles and shit. They're playing follow the leader. Don't nobody know shit. And it's a difference between figuring out life and just nothing y'all do work. Nothing. Not nothing y'all do work. I'm talking about nothing y'all do work out. Work out three months, maybe six months, maybe a year. But nothing y'all do work out. Like nothing sticks long term. And again... Maybe that's in your testimony, but when you care more about drinking and fucking and getting high than you do anything else, that's a problem. You feel me? Like, it's nothing wrong with, you know, doing any of those things to each his own. But when that's all y'all got in common, that's a problem. So... At the end of the day, I mean, both of them basically fucking brain dead. Yeah, and that's don't know no better. And that's fucked up. So that's what I really more so meant behind. It's like when you think about a couple that's dumb as a unit. It's like it's the blind leading the blind goddess. True, and you got to look at this also because social media so you look at people and how they're compatible and you see how they work and you want that to work for you now we see a lot of couples that are we know for a fact very dysfunctional or they don't go above their league like if Mm -hmm. she's a bum he's a bum type situation and that they make it work yeah and that's exactly what that is they know one is not higher than the other and that's exactly what that is. It's two. So when you say somebody that's smarter than you, it does kind of get frustrating because it's like you always got to correct something that they're doing. And that's the person that is the smart one. You feel like, well, damn, you ain't got it by now. And that's the person who ain't got it. They feel like, oh, well, you're trying to outdo me or outshow me or X, Y, and Z me. That's it. But that's a, but that's a, that is an ego thing because understand that if I got to like, if I meet a chick and if I know, you know, she know a little something or she's done some things with her. Like for me, I could tell a motherfucker how to get their clothing line off the ground. I've done it. I have pictures, videos, inboxes. I've, I've had a clothing line, a successful one. Um, I know. And I've been scammed on my, I've been through it. I've been through the good and the bad. of it. I got finessed at a young age on my clothing line. So it's like, if if I if I meet a chick and she know a little something, that's where your ego getting away because you can't deal with the fact that somebody else can teach you something. Well, somebody else is smarter than you. However you want to look at it, however you want to look at it. Oh, like if a person like you know, oh she thinks she's smarter than me, or she's or she's trying to control me, or she thinks she wear the pants in the relationship. No, nigga. Like learn from that, build from that. That's what I mean by talk less and listen more. And that's what I mean by it's a difference between real men, real nigga, and and real niggas. I feel like if you allow your girl to take care of you, like the honorable, no, that wasn't that wasn't Elijah Muhammad. That was Minister Farrakhan. If a woman takes care of a man, you're not her man. You are her child. Mm -hmm. 
Exactly. You're not her man. She's going to not look at. Now, if you lose your job and shit, and you know, like fucked up, you lost my job, but you're looking for that. I don't give a fuck what no man say, and I'm willing to debate any nigga on this. Like, you can come on the podcast, we can do it live over the phone, FaceTime, whatever. After about three months, you start to you start to get on her nerve by not working, and she starts to. Look at you as her child. She'll start saying disrespectful shit, doing disrespectful shit. Why? Because like Minister Farrakhan said, you're a bum. You're not doing nothing with yourself. You feel me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, okay. So speaking for a person who's been in a situation, um, I'm going to speak from my point of view. I didn't get disrespectful. Like anybody who know me, I would just out my mouth call a man a bitch. Unless you give me every last no reason to do so. I didn't get disrespectful until that person had in their head that this was something I'm supposed to do. I'm obligated to do. Because I love you, I'm going to do it. Like, that's where the disrespect comes in. Because you can't hold the man's position in a child's point of view. Like, that's where you get disrespectful. Because, like, mm-hmm. you're, the only thing you're able to deliver to me is dick. And at that point, it gets old because... It's not exciting anymore. You're here 24 7. My child is 24 7. I have to clothe, bathe, feed, wash. For my child, now I have to do the same thing for you because you ain't bringing no income in to be that man. I can 100% agree with that. Um, Like, you want to say something on that as a female? Um, You know, this particular person, he, um, he tried to date a go getter, a hustler, somebody that wasn't a bum like him. And he couldn't handle it because she had to do all the thinking for him. Yeah, um, yeah, and 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 I know that he's talking about. I know that he's talking about. And I wasn't even thinking about that, but that's a great thing where this particular person. See, it's a difference between like this particular person was dating somebody who was a hustler. They had a hustler mentality. They don't go get it any kind of way. Whether or not they got sucking fuck for it, strip for it, uh, scam, finesse, rob. Shorty was a go getter. I mean, a hustler. Like, I ain't, like, you barely see, like, I know niggas that's like this. That's like, they gonna go get it by any means. But to see a woman out there rob a nigga, she, you know, like, she had a lick on a nigga, any of that, it's like, yo, like, that's the type of, you know, like, again, I don't want that type of chick because she'd get your head as a nigga. I wouldn't trust no bitch like that Cause You don't know what niggas After her shit And like she'd get your head Blown off behind nigga But yo But that's the type of chick That I would look up to As a man I ain't gonna say look up to Cause I'm a grown ass man But I would really You know Respect and admire Like yo Shorty really You know Getting it out the mud And that was one of the topics That we talked about on here before Crackhead work ethic It's, a, it's in some way It's a crackhead Out hustling you Crackheads get up every day Do whatever they gotta do To get that dollar To get that fix But you know, a nigga can't date a go-getter for too long. Now, back to what you were saying when you said you didn't get disrespectful. I feel as though that's a real nigga. Like, if you, you know, if you if you protect your house and if you, you know, you know, making ends meet, you I can say that you're a real nigga because you're like you doing because like you're like you bringing in some kind of change. But a real man is. He like he's able to. I right, will look, babe. Right now, I can't physically do shit. But if you could do this, 
or go pick this up or if you could do this, I got a way that I could bring in extra money. I just need you to do the footwork. That's a that's a real that like that's a real man right there. Like I'm not like if we working on one car and if I know okay well you know baby get off at five I can't do this between this time and five because I gotta stay here with the baby. But baby before you come home I whoop de whoop de whoop made this play go pick up the four hundred from him drop it off. That's a real man right there because he doing whatever he gotta do. But you know but selling your PS five I mean selling your PS four games and and you know and playing the scratch offs. And winning forty dollars here and there, that ain't no, that ain't no, you know, that that ain't no man shit. Like that's some nigga shit. That's you, yeah, that's crackhead shit. You feel me? Like I don't respect that. Like and like you laying up in there, but then it's like I don't see how a man can let a female, you know, get his hair cut, cook dinner for him, clean up after him, wash his clothes, and he don't do nothing. Was he a bum? And that's just that. Like I mean, if you're not going to have no income, you should cook dinner or wash clothes or keep the house clean or take care of the kids do something to help lighten the load for the partner that is working now hold up all right i got a brother like that Mm -hmm. and i ain't gonna lie as much as i dislike him he got to give the gab he can smooth criminal talk his way out of any situation Mm-hmm. Like, boy can't talk. So it's not hard to get somebody who's weak-minded to fall for the bullshit. Now, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break, um, and we're going to come right back. <clears throat> All right, we back. Um, had to take a little quick break. Had to pay some bills. Um, I want to say... What was you saying? You were saying that homeboy got the gift of gab and what? But he can talk. And so for a weak-minded woman or a person that's not on his stature, my brother would always tell me to have a smart mouth, a smart mouth. It's because anything that he brought my way, he knew I thought before I acted, which means a lot of shit that he did, he couldn't talk his way out of Yeah, like me. So when it came down to that, he would always get weak-minded women. So... A woman that's probably insecure about her body or, you know, low self-esteem. Somebody easy to influence. He will go after. So those are the people he can live off for her for about two, three months and nothing happened. You know what's fucked up, though? Like, on topic, but off topic. But it plays a part in what you just said. You'd be surprised how many, like, I'm going to keep it a bang with you. I'm a realist at the end of the day, and I ain't politically correct on my podcast. And, you know, whoever don't like it, I, I will never say names, but I will give situations. And my grandmother told my father that back in the 80s, she said my father would, back when he was in high school, he would come home sad because, you know, the popular girl in school that he liked didn't like him. And this is what he was before he started selling dope. You know, when you start making that dope money, every bitch wants you. But she was like, you know, he would come home sad or crying like, oh, this girl in school didn't like me or she, you know, she dissed me or whatever. My grandmother told him, go after the fat girls because those are the ones that nobody else want. And those are the ones that you um, that are like you back. I feel like and this is again, I y'all know I love me, uh, you know, a big girl. So it's not. So what I'm about to say is not to offend anybody. I agree with that. I did agree with that. But we are in a different time I, now. You, I said that was true back then. Yes. But when, I, I want to say this. 
No, yeah, you're absolutely right. 20, 20, yeah. 20, 20, 2013. Okay, yeah, in that era. Um, we became popping, so now that you can't save it because when you scroll on the timeline, you're going to see some type of DVW model. Exactly. And you got about even our, um, our high class, um, you know, label Gucci, Prada, Louis, Fashion Nova, they're using BBW models now. So now, since we're on the topic of big girls, and not to cut you off, but since we're talking about big girls, we, we, we can make we can throw that topic in there too because I feel as though I don't like the fact that it's big girls everywhere. Again, I'm a, and I'm explaining that big girls are only everywhere. Not because y'all, and I'm not saying y'all aren't beautiful. I'm not saying that y'all don't deserve it. But but thick girls or big girls, whatever you want to you know label them as, they're everywhere because they're fetishized. Yes. Um, I don't like that because once the fetish gets old and it gets boring, it's like it's going to go. Y'all are going to start getting treated how they treated. Like I've been here watching uh, Moesha and the Parkers. Mm-hmm. Kim, you, like, you know, uh, 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 Countess Devon, the one that played Kim. Mm-hmm. She was not that fucking big. And they okay. treated her like she was like a big ass cow like yo she wasn't that big and it's like we forget how they treated Takara on I don't know if you remember that but on America's Next Top Model she just oh, was she just really had big yeah she had she was just top heavy that's it she had big breasts so it's like but they treated her like she was just this big burly fat sloppy girl no she, had, she didn't have no stomach so it's like once the fetish get get played off it's like then what are they going to do? Honestly, I don't think it will because we live in such a um, politically correct, correct era now. I don't think they'll ever get, you know, played out just like dark-skinned people. Not saying I don't like dark-skinned people, but you know how they did dark-skinned people back in yeah. the G? Like, yeah, we all kinds of African booty scratches and shit back in it. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I, I don't get that because it's like, yo, like, I swear, like, 2011, 10, 9, 8, I, and in school, I was all kinds of African booty scratches and black dots and niggas would turn the lights off and, oh, look at she. <laughs> that shit not funny. But it's like 2013. You know what it was? 2013 was the year of technology. And a lot, and a lot of people are going to disagree with that. But it's uh, the reason why I say it was the year of technology. It was the year of social media. I'm sorry. Yeah. Not technology. It was the year of social media because you forget we had Instagram. Instagram started, I think, they videos. They was they they started fifteen second videos. Then we had Vine. Then we had Twitter. We had Facebook. Um, so, because social media was such a big thing, it was like you could meet. Like I think that's where the, I think that's where we lost individuality, because. It was a point in time where, like, I don't like how it's, it's niggas that use is New Orleans slang that live in Baltimore. You know, I do it like you're me. Like, I be joking because I like y'all accents. But it's niggas that really will use New Orleans slang that live in Baltimore. And it's looking like, bro, like, in, in niggas' minds, oh, I was the first one saying it. You wasn't, nigga. You got it from New Orleans. Like, you got it from somebody you seen on Instagram. Just like... The word glizzy, you know, how everybody talking about, oh, like you a uh, 
Like like eating a glizzy. DC started that. But now New York niggas swear they started it. But DC been saying that for over probably five, ten years now. Oh, you or like he eating a glizzy. I'm not, I'm not I'm lying. I'm not gonna say ten. I'ma say, say like fifteen, twenty, like they been saying that. Oh, they been saying that? Oh, I would agree say like three to five. I ain't know. All right, cool. So niggas in DC been, been been calling hot. You know, they been calling that shit glizzies. But it's like because of TikTok and social media, people able to pick up. And that's where it's like people became politically correct. And I feel like, you know, back to the big girl thing. It's easy to manipulate women in general now because y'all are too impressionable. And a lot of us that are impressionable will want what another woman has, like the gifts and the money and the constant little cute um, surprises and shit. When your nigga can't afford that. So, God, so, 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 so I'm going to ask you a question. Do you think you're impressionable? Do you think social media play a part? Do you think you are easily influenced by social media? I used to. I don't think I am as much anymore. I still feel like I am a little bit. Um. Yeah, I agree with that. I, like, I used to be when I was into, like, you know, like, following rappers, baby mamas, and shit like that. But. But I'm not anymore. Like, when it came to, like, what I liked as a, a guy and how I wanted to be treated, I would look at, like, celebrities. And. You see the old signs of celebrities that are not in relationships and you find out the undercover stories about a lot of shit now. So I was like, yeah, yeah, I was, shit, I want me a six-figure nigga and X, Y, and Z and gotta have these, take care of me. I saw the work 20 hours a week for the rest of my life. Yeah, that was me. See, I feel like, and I'm, and I'm not gonna say, say guys, guys not because I'm gonna say this. I be glad when women take back that power and they understand that they that y'all have the power wherever y'all go niggas gonna follow so the reason why most niggas dress like gunner or they act like young boy or bsb or they or they or they want to dress and act like money bag is because that's who a lot of women make their MCM or their crushes or that's who they, they lust after. So niggas like, well, damn, if I could look like the nigga or, well, dress like the nigga and if I could act like the nigga, then maybe she'll like me. And then guys look at Ari and look at Jada, uh, uh, what's your name? The nigga that be uh, little Baby. They, they like like his baby mother. Or they look at, you know, Dirk and his baby mother. Or they look at, yo, what's the nigga? Uh, 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 fucking 22 Savage. Uh, MacArthur Dean. Um, yeah, they look at his, his girlfriend. Yeah, they, they look at them and they, and it's like, oh, I want a girl like India. I want a girl like Jada. I want a girl like Ari. So it's like we're both, as men and women, we're looking for a chick to act like a chick we see on social media. Like, Honestly. But I don't get it because you don't like you gotta think about what comes with being with dating a Ari. She gonna shake her ass all the time on social media because that ass is what making her money. Mm-hmm. 
can you handle that, brother? Like, as a man, can you handle your girl twerking on social media all the time? Because that's what make her her money. I'm not saying that's all that make Ari her money because Ari got other businesses. But I'm saying that's what she's known for, that big old red ass. All right. <laughs> all right I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> I'm saying, like, can, can you handle dating a chick like that? Most niggas can't handle dating a chick like that now. Like, most niggas will lose it if they girl take a picture sitting on the sink. Bro, I got a whole I told you about the whole other group chat I got. Um yeah. full of niggas. And you know, again, well anything I say about you know, behind a nigga back, I can touch his face. And like I told niggas, I said my thing with niggas is you niggas wanna gawk and look at a bitch out in public with that ass out, but yet you don't want your girl wearing it. I'd rather my girl wear it than you know, look at so that I mean, I can look at my girl with her ass hanging out versus me looking at another bitch. Like, I can look at my girl, she got her, her cleavage showing or whatever. I can look at her wearing it, but it's like y'all want to look at Ari or look at these other bitches on, on you know, ass and titties out, but yet you don't want your girl doing it. That's because they don't want other niggas looking because they know they want it. But that play a part in the but that play a part in what I was telling you earlier, God, is about the Madonna whore effect, and <laughs> it's like men they. When we were talking earlier when I said men, they love the good girl, but they desire the bad girl. So it's like most of the time we go after our desires. We chase after what we want and not what we need. So while you want this nun turtleneck jean thigh high boot wearing bitch sitting at home with the jean skirt on and the stockings and the corrective, you know, church Sunday church sandals. You chasing after the prostitute Like and, t- and tell me if you disagree I say there's no way that you can have a A thug ass gentleman And there's no way you can have a freak in the sheets And a lady in the streets I don't believe that I don't believe that you can I have do. the two I do Okay I do. And the reason why I say I do is because um, You have to look at what you attract And what you around Okay or I, I look at you like okay you are intelligent, you are still hood. You you still have a certain bylaw that you follow. Okay, cool. Mm. But you don't always bring that same energy around your woman. I don't. That's the difference. So that's what a lot of okay, and a lot of women can't project and say this is what they want. When I when I say I want a hood dude, I break down hood on what I'm looking for and what I want. A lot of women say hood, and they want the hoodest nigga you gonna find. Look at his hands low, need to carry every gun in the system. I'm like, that's not what I want. He's too flashy for me. He easily getting caught. Um, I want ah oh, shit, just scratch my. Um, I want to you know input on a hood dude. I I, I need for men and women that's listening. I need for y'all to understand, and this is not me dissing young boy. I don't, I don't know that. I don't know that nigga. But niggas like him is not hood. They're reckless. Like it's a difference between being hood and being reckless. Your, your favorite rapper, these little niggas that be, you know, that's always going to jail. Them niggas is reckless. The goal of being a criminal is to go as long as you can and not get caught. These motherfuckers get caught every year. That's not. That, that, that ain't hood and then they think it should be funny and they don't care so it's like a lot of you women want reckless niggas 
y'all don't want hood niggas because it's a lot of shit the hood niggas ain't gonna go for and ain't gonna do. Meaning that a hood nigga ain't gonna let your a lot of y'all chicks be praising. Oh, I got brothers, I got homeboys, I got my, I call my daddy. Unless you're ready for your daddy to be in a body bag, you ain't gonna fuck with no hood nigga. I'm telling you, cause a hood nigga feel like if I give respect, I should get it. If I don't get it, then we have a problem. I punch your daddy in his mouth, I, and I and I shoot your brothers. I'm gonna tell you right now, just like man, just like the homie 83 said earlier. I'm a, I'm gonna tell you right now, I ain't running no fade with no nigga. I'm shooting a nigga. Why? Cause I don't want a nigga. I don't want a nigga to knock me the fuck out. And when he knocked me out, and he stomped my fucking head in. So you got me fucked up. I done seen too many niggas do it. Get knocked out and they get their head stomped to the concrete. So like I told my mama, she said she had a dream that I went down to projects and niggas beat me to a bloody pope down there. I ain't even gonna get that far cause I'm gonna add that bitch out. Soon as a nigga, soon as a nigga, soon as a nigga blink wrong, I'm shooting. Soon as a nigga cough, <coughs> corona, bow, we getting shot. You got me fucked up. So at the end of the day, understand it's the difference between a hood nigga and a reckless nigga. And you know, I feel like I, I feel like as a man, I say it's a difference between a freak in the sheets and a lady in a freak in the sheets and a lady in the streets is if you want a whore, brother, go get you a whore. If you want a thought, a freak, go get you a freak. Because at the end of the day, she did this freak shit for somebody else. I'm not saying that makes her a whore, disclaimer. But what I'm saying is, you cannot, if a woman wants to feel sexy, you cannot possibly think she's going to be this none as first lady of the church in the streets, but this exotic whips and chains in the sheets. That is impossible. She's going to show that. Say it again. I don't think it's not because a lot of women hide their like sex. Well, I ain't got a lot of women. There's still women that hide their sexual side that are not just out with it. Now, and she and she can move a certain way in public and behind closed doors be your full desire, your full fantasy. So, all right. Remember the outfit uh, that you wore for your birthday? Yeah. All right. So let me. So look. Let me say it because I don't know the other way to say it, but I'm explaining it. If I want to be technical, a lot of men and older people believe a woman don't dress like that. You were showing you were showing too much. Yeah. That is thought shit. I don't think it's thought shit. I think the dress was nice. But what I'm saying, but I know niggas that would not want their girl wearing it at all. Like my girl got a uh what you call that thing that you bought from Torrid? The a bralette. A bralette. I know homies. I so many of them man, I know homies that get mad if their girl wear that. I like for my girl to wear it. I liked it even more when she had her little when she had the little nipple rings. You heard me? I liked it I even more. My oh, I'm sorry. I like you feel what I'm saying? I like that. Why? Because of the simple fact that the matter is, it was like, okay, um, it looks cute. I like looking at it. When we got the restaurants and we sitting in that booth, I I got something to look at. You feel what I'm saying? I ain't gotta look well, nowhere you else. Can look at my beautiful face, like I could, but I choose not to. Wow. So that wow. being said, so, so that being said, so that being said, I'm just saying. But you got some niggas that I feel like, oh, like if they was your boyfriend, that you were showing too much cleavage. So I feel like you know some niggas feel like like, like some niggas feel like that you save that type of outfit or that you save the bralettes for the bedroom. 
No, I feel like so, so, so that's just what I meant behind you know a lady in the streets. I don't mean you know out that, fucking that anybody. Sounded more and not to be like I'm not trying to say it like in a rude way, mm-hmm. but that sounds more like a man insecurity. Like exactly, you knew what you got into when you first started talking to her. She explained who you were, who she was, and when she told you, and a lot of women come with picture proof because I know I do. I show like I, I know I dress regular. I might hit you with a tumble effect every now and then. Well, every other day. Mm-hmm. But I can still go girly and put a dress on and look just as good. And I had that dress a year. I never wore it because I never had nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. But I tried to dress on, so which means people saw the dress prior too. So which means I'm gonna show you, hey, this is what I'm gonna wear. Now whether you're gonna be beside me at work, across country, across the universe. I don't know. I'm still gonna wear this dress. So that, so you basically, you helped me prove my point. Why when I said it, I think I said it earlier on the phone where I said that is. I know. I don't think I was talking. No, 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 no. I was on live when I said I need for black men to understand that we've been westernized. We have been. We have adapted to the way. And I'm not going to go into this because I don't even like to talk too much political. But we've adapted. Well, not no more anyway. But but we've adapted into the way, quote unquote, the European thinks where it's like, bro, like you're insecure and that's your ego. So, you know, we've been taught that a woman shouldn't dress like that. No, nigga. Women couldn't dress like the white women couldn't dress like that. And they had to wear all that Abraham Lincoln shit because the, cause the sun was fucking y'all skin up. So y'all had to wear all them layers of clothes because the sun was fucking y'all skin up. African women was ass out, pity sagging, you know, dancing in the middle of the sand, uh, you know, playing with sticks and shit. So it's different, you know. So it's a, it's a complete difference from... The way the European dress and or, or the way the European should dress versus the way the black woman should dress. Not making it a race thing, but I'm making it a man and woman thing. Just like, you know, we're not we're not gonna go into this, but just to add on to my point, just like with, you know, you know, polygamous relationships, to each his own on what is your preference. But don't judge ones who is, you know, in a polygam you know, polygamy or polygamy relationship. Because you're monogamous Okay, you was taught to be monogamous Some of us are open to having uh, an, Another wife Or, you know, dating You know, all three of us date My wife, or, you know, both of my wives are girlfriends and, and and I'm both of their husbands Or I just have another wife And, you know, I, or like You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a difference between being monogamous and that So don't knock it because you were trained Because you're too insecure to step outside of your comfort zone Because you're insecure and or your ego won't let it Like I told niggas And, and after this, I'm gonna shut the fuck up Like I told people I said, uh What did I say? I said I said early on my live as well I said, bro, I said We call it a threesome for two women and a man but yet you niggas want to say it's a train for two men and a, and a woman, nigga. It's the threesome. <laughs> I'm like you niggas just too. I'm like you niggas egos want to let y'all one out. So I'm like y'all rather bash a woman to stroke your ego than to just call it what it is. Or with the Madonna whore effect, do you just think that um, men don't like women that's? Um, Open about their sexuality, but don't have sex with everybody. Wait, like repeat that question. 
do you think men have a problem with women that are open with their sexuality? Like, they'll talk about it, they'll discuss it, but they won't have sex with everybody? I think men have a problem with anything that they can't control. If they can't control it or if they can't enforce it, they have a problem with it. That's what I believe. And I'm being honest. I really believe that. I believe that if a man can't tell a woman what to wear, oh, I can't deal with her. Shorty disrespect me. She don't respect me as a man. If a man can't, it's like, and I feel like, and I can't, that shit is weird to me. So that's how I feel. Anything a man can't control, he don't like. Men are controlling. That, and, that, and that is not a part of our natural nature. It's the between being dominant and being controlling. And I differentiate that because a woman can be dominant and still be a, a straight woman. She don't have to dress manly. She's just a dominant queen. And it's a, it's a complete difference. Like God is your dominant, but you also know how to, you know, but you're not controlling. So that's the difference. You have a difference between a controlling person and a dominant person. And two, two, like they say, oh, two dominant people can't be together. That's the fuck they can because they feed off each other. They know when to be dominant. If we out in public and if a nigga cracks slick with me, you ain't going, no, fuck you, nigga. Hey, babe, hit that nigga. No, you're going to let me handle that the way I handle it. Because at the end of the day, no matter what people think, we're human, but we still have, but we're still technically animals. We are a form of animal because you got to understand, you got to think about it. Two gorillas going to size each other up and they going, and sometimes gorillas, 80% of the time gorillas won't fight each other because one of them motherfuckers going to realize this motherfucker probably, he's stronger than me. And that's what men do. If a nigga get into it with another nigga, he can tell like homeboy probably got a, a smart nigga, a hood nigga, as, you, as we called it earlier, could tell like homeboy probably got a gun on him. Oh, I know he'll probably fuck me up. All right, bro, whatever, bro. I don't give a fuck. And he'll, he'll and like, yo, and that nigga will walk off. Fuck it. Like, you let him fight another day. But you got some people that's controlling where, to the point where they'll get their head knocked off just because they can't control themselves. Mm-hmm. Or women, like, prime example, it was a video that went viral where the lady was on the train cussing a nigga out and she spit on a nigga. The nigga. Oh, Lights out of No, not that one. He beat oh. the sh- he beat the shit off her boyfriend. And he said, next time control your bitch. And he got the train. She got her boyfriend beat the fuck up because she could not control herself. And he couldn't control her. Correct. But you dominant people can control each other. Like, hey, bruh. See, you crazy. I would have left her there to get her ass beat by herself. See, <laughs> oh God. But that's like, see, but that's like me. See, but that's like, I'm gonna keep it a band. I don't care who in the group chat get offended. But that's like me and goddess. God is the only person in a group chat that's dominant enough to be able to correct me. Everybody else get too fucking emotional. And like, no, nah, God is like, no, nah, you like, just like when I got into it with the nigga from down Miami. She like, you see like you going, she like you keep egging it on, you add fuel to the fire and it's, un, it's uncalled for, like chill. I'm not talking to you right now because like you, because like, she like, you're doing too much. Somebody that's soft or that's soft, uh, they got soft feelings. Oh, I just don't want to talk to him. But like, it's like, yo, chill the fuck out. Like, if I'm doing, like I say all the time, if I'm doing too much, please check me so I can know. Uh, I know I do too much. So, but if you feel like I'm doing too much and it's starting to, it's starting to irritate you, let me fucking know. You feel me? Um, and that's why I say two dominant people can be friends or they can date. You just, because two dominant motherfuckers ain't scared of each other. Correct. They're not. So that's how I feel about it. But, but go ahead. 
Say it again. You have dudes that that want a, they don't want a dominant female, but when they attract one or they think they want one at that point, they don't realize that dominant want to match your aura, your energy. Like she's not gonna play with your ass, and at that point, it becomes more of a who who's more dominant, the man or the woman? Or as a woman, you supposed to submit. Wait a minute. But that's what we're taught, though. You feel me? And we're taught that the women are supposed to submit. And I think we talked about that the other day where we were talking about, you know, the Bible. Uh, we're not getting into religion, but we were, we were talking about the Bible scripture that said, I'm going to paraphrase, um, wives, submit to your husband as you would do Christ in Christ heaven or God in heaven, something like that. And it said, men, love your wives as you would do Christ as he, about as he loved the church or something like that. It's like, nah, bruh, men need to know how to submit to and chill the fuck out because sometimes he could be leading us. He could be leading his family to destruction. And sometimes your wife will know, bae, we're not doing that. But a man's pride and will allow him to lead the family to the fucking road on, on a road to hell while the woman could have been trying to stop it. But because she's been trained to think or believe or understand she's submissive, she's still gonna play her part as a wife. And I and that's why I asked you, not when I asked you, but that's why I said if you Google the word submit, it means to give control to someone. Why would you give me control? No, don't. We can just keep disagreeing until we come to a common ground. I mean, but like I couldn't date a submissive person because I feel like, you know, if I ever fall off or if I'm not able to do what I need to do to do what I need to do, I need to know that you can, you know, step up and not be scared and handle shit the way you need to handle shit and be confident in your um your decision making. Right. Um I'm just Wait, no, anything anything aren't you wanna add on to that goddess? I mean she basically said like I don't think a submiss a I think I don't know if this is logical or if it's even proven. I think it is proven before. And you can correct me if I'm wrong. But I feel like two submissive people could be together. No. Hell no, hell no. I'm not saying you. I'm not saying that I'm right because because I don't think that you're wrong. But I don't think I think they I don't think that shit gonna work. Like you gotta think about it. Look at okay. Look at Miss Deja Boo and look at uh, D'Lo. They were both soft as fuck, but at the same time, women are more aggressive than men. Y'all may not think so, but y'all are. She got pissed off like this nigga a bitch. Fuck that, and that's when, and that's when her gangster came out. Oh God! And it's like she like nah, fuck that. Like I ain't gonna lie, bro. Women ain't women ain't scared of shit. Women ain't scared of shit. So when I think about it, when you look at Miss Deja Boo, and when you look at you know when you look at Miss Deja Boo, and when you look at uh, and when you look at D'Lo, and when you look at how you know, she was being he like it's like they were both submissive and soft as fuck. But it was like eventually the woman like fuck it. Somebody gotta somebody gotta have some heart. And and most of the time y'all do it. So two submissive people can be together, but eventually the woman gonna take over. Cause once a man's soft or submissive, he's a bitch forever. Yeah, like Nick. 
Oh, you, you, you know who I'm talking about. You have to know you're talking about. That was it. That was oh, okay. Um, but so that's so that's how I feel about that. And what the other topic we we're gonna talk about? So we discussed. Um, we discussed, you know, people rubbing off on each other. We discussed okay. couples dumb as a unit, and there was another one. I really don't remember. What the fuck was it? Oh, um, uh, a man knows if he wants to marry a woman. Bingo. Bingo, 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 bingo. I think, okay, I think we talked about this in the group chat, goddess. Basically, my girl sent me a picture. I think y'all sent it at the same time or days apart. Where um, it said a man knows if he wants to be with a woman, with if he wants to marry a woman within six months. It don't take four plus years. I completely and utterly 1,000 million trillion percent disagree with that. Um, if you want to, you know, start it off first, I'll let you, or I can start it off either way. Um, you can start it off. You get it. Okay, so I feel as though you cannot narrow down the rest of y'all natural born lives to six months. Meaning that I think we need to, we're going to do it right here on this podcast. And then we're going to continue to push it throughout our peers and social media. We are about to reconstruct how dating works, mm-hmm. how dating should works. Number one, dating and relationships. Dating and relationships. I meet, I'm a man goddess. I meet goddess. We meet on Instagram. We be talking in the DMs. It leads to texting, talking on the phone, and FaceTime. We're just talking, you know, we're just getting to know each other, you know. Where she from, favorite color, favorite food, what she do for a living, got any kids. We're just conversating. We're not talking. We're not pre-dating. We're just conversating. I don't even know if I like her really yet. Yes, I think she looks good, but I don't even know if I emotionally like her. Number one. Number two. Okay, once we get past the conversating stage, then we go to the, okay, let's meet up and hang out. Then we hang out. Now, if sex play a part of that hanging out stage where we hanging out, etc., like, you know, between, you know, us going to the movies and chilling at your crib, chilling at my crib, if sex happens, cool. We're still not dating. Mm-hmm. We're in the talking stage. We're at, a, we're at a time in life where our generation, sex is not a sacred thing anymore. So when people have sex now, it's not, we don't have to, back in our parents' day, they fucked and all of a sudden that's solidified their boyfriend and girlfriend. Nowadays, niggas be fucking and don't even like each other. So anyway, um, okay, cool. Now, okay, we, you know, so, so now it's the physical stage. We're hanging out. We're, you know, we're still not dating. Okay, once I be like, well, you know what, I'm not, I, I haven't found myself talking to nobody else, God. It's, you know, I've just been talking to you. I ain't had sex with nobody else. I ain't been on the phone with nobody else. I think I want to start, you know, dating. Now we start seeing how things go as dating. Now, we're not boyfriend and girlfriend yet, but we're dating. We had, we're not committed 100% yet. You know, now we are, you know, we're spending more time together and we're getting to know each other spiritually. Exclusively, yeah, but yeah, exactly. We're going out now. I may take you around with some of my homies. You may take me to your auntie house for a cookout or something. Now, you know, now we're dating. Then, after dating, then it's boyfriend and girlfriend. 
then it's like, okay, this is my girlfriend. You know, this is who I'm with. You know, I cannot talk to nobody else. I cannot converse with nobody else. You know, we put, I think the issue is women will start talking to a nigga and thinking because we're getting to know each other, oh, favorite color, shoe size, uh, 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 you know, if he got any kids, his mama name, you know, if a nigga confide in a bitch like what oh, I'm saying because my auntie died, he can't conversate with another female. I don't even know if I'm going to like you next week. So why would I put all my eggs in one basket with you when you could ghost me? So that's women logic. Okay, so a lot of women tend to go ahead and commit in the talking phase. <laughs> I mean, they begin to go ahead and cut everybody off. This is a person that they really, really like, so I'm going to cut everybody off. I'm going to go ahead and give all the meat to him so that it can show him that I'm prepared to be with him and I'm 100% for him. And I used to be like these, like, when I first started dating, now... You gotta convince the hell out of me. <laughs> See what I'm saying? And that's why I said we're going to that's why I said um before this podcast is over, we're going to reconstruct dating. Because we need to understand I owe you nothing if I'm just getting to know you. I'm I don't think you should cut off your other niggas. I'm not cutting off my other chicks if we're talking. You talk to who you want to talk to. You go hang out with who you want to hang out with. May the best man win. Nigga, if she don't hit you back, clearly she wasn't feeling you or the other nigga dick probably was bigger or better. So with that being said, my nigga, move the fuck on. That's why you don't put all your eggs in one basket. That's why so many people feeling like they're heartbroken. Because like you just said, women will commit in the talking stage. What are you committing to a nigga for when you don't even know if he's going to like you in two weeks, bro? What are you committing for? Why are you putting all of that, all of that spirit and all that emotion, all that heart and feeling into one thing when you don't even know if it's going to last? I feel like between the conversating, the talking, the dating and the boyfriend and girlfriend stage, that should happen over at least that should happen over six months to a year. So it's like. We should be exclusively dating. Like you said, I'm going to your family house. You know, I may be going, you know, we dating. You know, I could go to cook. I ain't saying every holiday I'm there. But summertime, your auntie have a 4th of July cookout. You know, she invite everybody, even niggas on the block there. Cool, I can go to your auntie cookout. And one of my homies have a kickback or, you know, his baby shower or something. And I'd be like, well, fuck it. Like, you want to go to the baby shower? Cool, that's dating. But boyfriend and girlfriend is when we really start to grow spiritually together because people just say fuck the spirit and they just go straight from talking to sex and that's no what about the spiritual like i don't think people i think people don't get to know each other enough as far as like me i'm picky as fuck like don't put like i hate people to put fucking hot sauce in the refrigerator i know you can't oh, God, i don't understand that logic like what the Trying to make it cold, this thing gonna be hot. Like, why do I want cold hot sauce on my hot food? You feel me? Like, I'm picky, bro. Like, you know, like I, I, I like certain things that I like it the way it is. So, I need to make sure we're on the same page. Like, if we gonna like, man, like if we gonna talk about the motherfucking uh, what you call it? They're gonna freeze it. The ice trays. I don't give a fuck if you use one ice cube. Fill that one ice cube tray back up. That shit will pit. That shit will start an argument with me. So you ain't gonna leave that one ice cube hole open. You ain't gonna fill it up. It's only, I don't give a fuck. Fill it up. Like, fill it up. 
Like, it leave you some ice cubes and don't fill them slots back up. We're going to have a big problem. I'm going to start a big-ass argument. We're going to fight in that bitch. We're going to rumble because we ain't fill them ice cubes. I'm, 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 I'm picky about shit like that. Like, you know, like, like, give me my space. If I'm on a game, if I'm going out with a friend, unless I don't, like, leave me alone sometimes. Like, I'm fine. But then again, I'm, I'm one of them niggas, but I don't like being, I don't like being left alone. So, you know, I'm different. <laughs> I don't 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 leave me alone. I ain't gonna lie, like I don't like to be left alone. So I just feel as though, you know, I I just wanted to put that out there as far as reconstruction the dating stage. Like you, you meet a chick and you talk to her, y'all just conversating, y'all just cool, and then y'all go, you know, to everything else. I feel like it's like females gotta stop thinking because you meet a nigga mama that that make you special. It don't. It don't. I don't. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, I, I got the logic of a nail because nobody has ever turned on to that. But I've always needed about their parents. I don't believe nobody. Mama, they since on the first four times I go. Like I don't. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna believe that. Like if a nigga let me meet his mama too fast, I know a lot of bitches that met his mama. Hell yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. I see. I ain't gonna lie. Me and mama be in comp. Like we we be in like I, everybody met my mama. I gotta show my mama. I gotta show her I get bitches. Like my, I got bitches. No, you don't. All right, watch this. Boom, Karen. Boom, Donna. Boom, Nikki. Boom, Stacy. Everybody meet my mama. Everybody know. Everybody. Yeah, I've, I should have knew that when your mama bust in the room singing and shit, and you and you let her. Oh yes, yeah. Everybody met my mama. My mama cool with everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, she is. Just fake and phony. Yeah, she is. My mama, my mama phony as fuck. My mama, like my mama, cool with everybody. I used to hate when bitches would add my mama on Facebook. Like bitch that I would just like back when I Facebook was heavy, like six, seven, eight, no, like eight, nine years ago. Everybody would like bitches that I would just talk to, just you know, just talk to them. They would go add my mama on Facebook. Like my mama, like like you know that girl such and such add me on Facebook. Why? Like that shit is weird to me, bro. Like that shit, oh, it used to be weird to me. Fuck you, add my mom before. Add following on Instagram. Hey, ma, don't don't do that. Don't do that. Ma, I don't say it again. Yeah, I don't. I don't like when somebody and the girl start feeling comfortable. You ain't like the girl and the mama start texting each other. Like you was not my friend. We was talking to me for. Yes, like, oh, I just want to get some advice from you. Yada yada yada. Like, no, no, no. No, no, no. That's not what we're doing, ma'am. Don't text my mother. And, like, my mom would be too quick to give anybody her number. It's like, it's for me, it's like, I don't like, oh, I don't like for niggas, like, homeboys to add my girl on social media either. Like, no, now I don't care. But it was like, nigga, if we and you just became friends, why the fuck is you adding my bitch on, on fucking Instagram or on Twitter or Snapchat, like, what are you like? That's weird, bro. What do you add? What do you add my girl for? But you know how many niggas off topic, but on top, you know how many niggas, how many homeboys my girl didn't had, and niggas felt like it was weird at the fact that I was cool with it. Like she had this one homeboy, watch out. Like she had this one homeboy where homeboy really, uh, he really. Basically, they would they would be on Facetime talking, 
and I'll be in the background playing the game or I would butt into their conversation and just, you know, add my little two cents. And one day I said something to bro. Because, yeah. you know, my family Jamaican, he Jamaican. And he was, and, you know, as me and him became cool, he was like, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I, I felt I was weirded out the first time you got on the phone with me or the first time you said anything. Because I'm like, her nigga right there, no shit on the phone. Like, I thought you were going to come me. I, I thought you was about to come at me on some bullshit. No, for what, nigga? Fuck my country with bullshit. Because most guys don't let their girl have gave guy friends. Why? I feel like niggas that don't want their girlfriend having guy friends know they fucking with a hoe. I can agree with that. Yeah. Well, niggas just be insecure sometimes. Like, it don't matter if the the friend is like, you know, if he got a girlfriend or something like that. It don't matter. I don't want you to be friends with him. That's stupid. Yeah, and that's the weird part. And I think women are the same way. If you really think that you can have a healthy relationship and that your significant other can go through life without having friends of the opposite sex, you're truly mistaken. Um, so far, we are an hour and 45 minutes in. So if it's um, anything that either one of y'all want to say and just, you know, touch up on or put your opinion on, we can wrap it All up. All right, I got a question. What? Why you like hood rats? Why I like hood rats? Yeah. Um... Define hood rat. You know the loud ghetto bitch in the hood. Cardi B? Yeah. Because I think what a lot of people... <laughs> <laughs> what you laughing at? What you laughing at? Goddess. She probably put you on mute by accident. Fuck her phone died. Okay, so wait, hello. A question. Oh, so listen, so. A question. All right, so you gotta understand. Huh? No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm explaining why I like quote unquote hood rats. Um. No. So understand that. Yeah, I'm here. So understand that. It is, it play, it comes down to me growing up in the hood. But what did we talk about last night? Matter of fact, we watched The Godfather last night. And I was, and I was explaining to you how when, when, the, when The Godfather told the nigga at the beginning of the movie, you didn't want my friendship at first. Like, you didn't want to be associated with people like me. And then I broke down how my aunt went through, she, she come born and raised in the hood, you know, got a little money, got a little uppity. And now she's scared of everybody in the hood, but it's like, bitch, you from around here. So my point is, hood rat chicks are down for whatever. What I mean is, anything you need, legal or illegal, they got your back. They always keep their head on the swivel. They're very knowledgeable of what's going on. They, you know, and a lot of women aren't willing to learn how their man moves. You're you, I'm me, that's it. No, bitch. If we driving and if I'm speeding, I need you to know how the fuck these unmarked police cars look. I need you to know what, what the police plates say or how you can differentiate what the police plates say. I need you to look and see if you see a motherfucking Crown Vic with that big ass light on the side. Even if it's a hood nigga, point that bitch out so I can see because we never know. Understand that 
you know, if we had a just like just like when I had talked, like when I was telling you about about gang signs and about when you say a nigga start throwing them up, and and and, and, if, and and if I'm ever around some crips, and if and and, and if that crip starts stacking, and if you start throwing up that motherfucking pitchforks and shit about to pop off, I need you to know that so I can know how to fucking maneuver so I don't be because I may not see it. Like a lot of women don't want to know those type of things, but a hood rat bitch already know those kind of things, so she already on it. Plus, also, I would never date a hood rat. Like seriously, marry one. They cool to fuck with, sleep with, be around, but I would never seriously take my serious. Um, anything else? Cause we yet, uh, yeah, we almost at that time where we gotta, you know, stop it. No, I, that was that was just it. So yeah, so so that's just how I feel about hood rats. Um. Her rats are cool. I'm a project baby. I was born and raised. I lived, I'm 25. I lived in the projects 20, 22 years of my life. That's all I ever seen. That's all I that's all I was ever around with those kind of females. I like hood rat bitches that's about their money. Like I said, like Cardi B a hood rat. Cardi. But you used to like white girls too. You never I never fucking like no white girl. No, I didn't. <laughs> I never even I've never even had no white friends before. I want a white friend. I ain't even gonna hold you. I really do want a white friend. I've never had a white friend. I've never, ever, ever had a white friend, and I want a white friend. Um, it, it could be a white girl, a white boy. I'd want a white friend. Um, you know, anything you want to add on to that before we hang up this podcast, goddess? Nah, she said it all. All right, so with that being said, I think this was a good episode. You know, I think I'm going to start having more guests on here. Um... I like having goddess on here because she ain't stupid and you know she <laughs> No no bro you ain't and I hate a person that you know that start that don't say shit like you know they like you know like you put them on the spot and they ain't got nothing to say. You know, um with that being said, I wanna appreciate y'all for listening and I wanna say peace and a bucket of hair grease. <laughs>